We're going. Oh, it's a lot. Banter. The great banter. Great the, banter. Love that stuff, man. Yeah. yeah. The first first time we're all in a room together the doing it. The boys are back. The boys are back. <laughs> the high school boys are musical. Back. Is that High School Musical 3 that the three. boys are back? Is yes. That? Correct. Trace. That's high one School of, Musical Trace. I feel like that's one of the weirder musical numbers. Just like with the weird, like the kids coming in for no reason. Yeah. yeah. Like young, young Chad and Troy. I was just like, yeah. why are like you guys the, here? The cars are cool though. Cars are dancing on the cars. The whole junkyard. I yeah. do like the junkyard yeah, vibe that of it. Cool. That's, that's for sure. I think that's a lot of fun. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Speaking of uh, junkyards and junk, I think it's time to do uh, some some audio podcasting right now. You guys ready to do this? Yes, I know I am. Yeah, baby. Let's send it. Fine. It's the Cargo Shorts Boys Podcast. Just, just yes. wonderful that is right there. Welcome, friends, family, and random people on the internet to the Cargo Shorts Boys podcast. Today is Tuesday, June 9th, 2020. Happy National Donald Duck Day. My name is Jackson Roll, and thank you for joining us. We've got a great show for you in store today, including this week in the news, a hot take, a debate, and a brand new segment at the end of the show. But before we get to all that, let's introduce the rest of my co-hosts. Joining me, as always, we've got the Curly Crusader, the terrific thrifter, and a magnificent Minnesotan. It's the shotgun, Samuel Ness. Howdy. How's it going? We're, we're doing super great, Samuel. How are you, dude? I'm doing good. Doing good. Wonderful. Wonderful. Sick. Over there, we've got the man who is the, ge- the jingle-producing genius, a man with a closet in his car, and a South Dakota <laughs> super fan, Sir Luke Arnold. What's up, Tampa? <laughs> We we've got a lot of listeners out there. We're hoping to. Oh yeah, dude. We're we're hoping to get into Jacksonville soon. Yes, right. J Town. Bulls. Bulls. All right, and up next there is our incredible editor, a guy with small hands but a big heart, and everyone's favorite local lax bro, Joey Rasmussen Esquire. <laughs> what is up? Hey. How are you feeling, Joey? Are you are you ready to podcast it up right now? Yeah, I'm feeling amped. Dude. I'm glad we're all together. Uh, uh, it's, it's sick. It's on. It's sick. It's honestly a little weird for me. Yeah, I'm. It's it's weird, like making eye contact with all of you <laughs> instead of like looking in the computer. I know, usually, I'm like looking at my notes the entire time, yeah. but I have to like look at you guys. Yeah. Um, all right, and finally, making a stunning comeback, we oh, have baby. the owner of Jack Wagon Two. Our freshly permed friend and a frivolous Falcons fan, it's Jack Casper, MBA. Let's go! He's back. My schedule cleared up. Uh, travel has been put on a hold. So Good. we we are so glad you were able to make it it's back. Been a long from, five weeks for you, dude. It, it has real. been. Uh, seen some pretty messed up stuff. It's, <laughs> but uh, I think I think the uh, sea otter training was probably my personal favorite adventure really I, I'm, I'm glad that you had a had a good time living those dreams out dude yeah they were nice they were nice but we're here now okay i have to know did you meet rob riggle did you ever find him no we should we should roll we should throw you out for just not even uh, like seeing him dude i know 
It was a it was a failed mission. Hey, you know what? We'll, he will forever live on as the American hero. He really is, man. And we'll we'll find him eventually. Someday he will be returned to his New Hampshire home, and you know all will be right with the world. Mm. I predict that uh, the day after he comes back, uh, Jesus also comes back. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. second coming. That's mm-hmm. when it happens. All right. Uh, speaking of the second coming, it's time for the. Second, and by that I mean eighth, coming of our This Week in the News segment. This Week in the News. Alright, This Week in the News is our weekend update style segment about what's happening in the world told in horrible jokes and pun form by me. Are you guys ready? Let's do it. Yes. Yes, sir. Here we go. A husband faked his wife's death in order to try to keep her out of prison. Ironically, after she did end up getting caught, he said, Freedom! (laughs) Oh, man. Frick you, Karen. (laughs) Happy wife, happy life. And, you know, he was was not very happy. He wasn't. So, I I read the article. Apparently, like, they were at this ravine. And what he did was he, like, threw clothes, like, over the side of this ravine to make it look like she fell off the overpass. So, like, if you were going to fake your own death, how would you do it? Because I feel like I feel like the ravine that's like that's tough right there because you yeah. like they never find the body and I feel like it's it's just difficult to to execute because she had to have like her husband be like oh well yeah she just fell and stuff and I feel like you know if you're already in legal trouble that's a little risky. Do you guys have any ideas? Probably the way Tupac did it, just move to Cuba. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's very fair. I feel like you can just be like, oh, I disappeared, and then just go to Mexico or really anywhere. Just yeah. foreign countries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to uh, pull the hot rod and accidentally drown myself, and then it actually just happens. Like yeah. You get pulled underwater, and you're faking it, and then you end up just actually drowning. So you think you just, you go full sellout. You, could, on, you really on the commit. Acting. You really commit. You, you, go, you go method acting on it. And Correct. You just, you just In faking your death, <laughs> you die. You actually, just you, to commit. You pull the whole thing off just out of commitment. Yeah. yeah. Nobody's ever going to be able to say he backed off. <laughs> the <laughs> ultimate <laughs> hoax. You <laughs> have everyone fooled. <laughs> All right. A cow! was saved from drowning when it was fished out of a river by a fire department. Uh, not to worry, though, it died later and was made for a delicious burger meat. Nice. Epic. Yeah. No. Oh, thank God. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, everything turned out okay. Don't even worry about it. All right. Stuffed animals rode a roller coaster in San Diego during the pandemic uh, while guests were out of the amusement park. Uh, PETA is planning to sue the amusement park for depriving real pink cows of their ability to have a good time. <laughs> good for PETA. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, good for PETA. Fight fight for their, their rights to have fun, you know? Yeah, I like strawberry milk. You know, I... I oh, pink cows. It took me a yeah. minute. I didn't know where you were going with that. I would always get the, the strawberry milk and uh, Krispy Kreme. And you get those little, like, twisty straws, you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. I know what straws you're talking about, but I don't know anything else. The strawberry milk, I know, Joey, I know you're not a milk guy, period, yeah. but I'm, I'm not at all a strawberry milk guy. It's just not my now, deal. Now I'm not, but as a kid, it was just like sugary milk, and you're like, yes, please. It's good stuff. All right, an Indian man found 40 snakes in his air conditioning unit in his backyard. 
Uh, when asked for a uh, comment, he replied, ah! Jock, I hate snakes. I hate snakes, Jock. It's true. You know what? Forever, I thought that guy's name was Chuck. Chuck? I, I always, can see that. I always thought it was, I hate snakes, Chuck. I hate it. But it's like, it's not, so. Yeah. Very, well, very disappointing. Getting getting to see the, the spikes in the sound levels there on the... On the recorder is kind of hilarious. Oh, when I'm, when I'm <laughs> when yelling. When scream, it was just a large bar. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. We should have... Uh, sorry, headphone users. I was about to say, uh, a, what do you call it when it's late? Belated. Belated uh, headphones warning. warning. Yeah. We're really yeah. sorry about that. Um, you can contact Joey, and uh, he'll give you $5 if you were uh, if you were injured in any way. That's so, not true. I... Think it is, Joey. It's sellout. <laughs> sellout for the brand. We need. We need this uh, publicity. My name is Joey Rasmussen, and I did not approve this message. <laughs> it was in the contract. <laughs> so you're kind of obligated. Uh, and all the legal mumbo jumble. Why did I say it like that? <laughs> <laughs> Move on. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, a, a new study shows that beards were evolved so that men could take punches to the face easier. Uh, this means that the guys from Duck Dynasty are basically indestructible. Yeah, these Cy Robertson can't—you just can't hit him down. Can't can't hold that guy back, you know. Yeah. Someone went after my upper lip; they'd be screwed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm like I can't grow facial hair worth anything, and it's oh, so God. disappointing. Mine's really patchy. I s- don't even don't even start. Dude. I just I can't get you. At least got like some stuff on the side. I don't have any. I've I've got like gross scruff on the side, but I I want like a a thick full like beard if I could do that. But I like you're not even eighteen years I want old. A mustache. And you got time. I am eighteen years old. Yeah. Jack, oh we, yeah. We had this I'll conversation. Have, I'll have you know I am a legal man. <laughs> <laughs> we are all legal men in this room. Legal oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Our next segment of the day is Jack's Hot Takes. That's a spicy meatball! Watch out, everybody. The potato's really hot. We're burning alive! Jack's Hot Takes. Uh, so, one of Jack's Hot Takes was that I am uh, not 18. That's objectively false. <laughs> Usually these are opinions. So, Jack is known for his uh, interesting and sometimes inflammatory opinions. And uh, so, Jack, hit us with this week's hot take, and we'll try to dissuade you and kind of kind of bring you back down to earth. For sure, for sure. Um, so, today's hot take is I would have my calf muscles severed just in order to have bad vision. <laughs> That's maybe the weirdest hot take you've ever had. <laughs> that was the worst. I feel like that was maybe the worst way to phrase it. No. <laughs> to get so, anyone on your side. You want to know why? Why? My calves are my best feature by far. And okay. I'm willing to have those babies severed off and have zero calf muscles just to have poor vision so I can wear glasses. So, so to make it more universal, you would say you should be willing to sacrifice your best feature in order to worsen your perfect eyes. Is that Correct. more or less it? It's perfectly said, Jackson. But then what would be your best feature? Well, it changes. The glasses. Someone to look at me and just go, I, man, they go, those glasses look nice. Yeah, but you're in a wheelchair because you can't walk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Yeah. Or he just needs reconstructive <laughs> surgery. I get, yeah. Okay, whatever the case, though. <laughs> Let's not focus on the calves. <laughs> okay, so I think, like, if we're trying to break this down here, you're basically saying that glasses are so, like, such a great, attractive fashion statement that you're willing to lose everything else. And, like, as somebody, three of us here who are not Jack wear glasses. And I envy you so much. They suck so bad, dude. You have no idea what kind of position in life you are in. You do not have to wear glasses. You don't realize how jealous I get when you guys talk about the issues of glasses. How? They're issues, Jack. They're issues. They're not fun things. Wait, you guys get to bond over these things. It's like, oh yeah, I just burned my eye when I tried to put my contacts in. Like Jackson Jackson this morning is putting in his contacts and goes, boy, he goes, I I hope this isn't some acidic, like, feel on my eyeballs. I can't relate to that. I feel completely immediate. Jack, good. That sucks. Yeah, do you want acid in your eyes? (laughs) And also, just side note, neither can they because I use a weird contact solution and Sam doesn't wear contacts. Yeah, I should, but I don't. It's just, it's something where, like, you get to you get to bond over that, and you all you all look cool. like when you come down the stairs in the morning and you got your hoodie on and you got your glasses and you got your cup of coffee, That's tea or tea, whatever preference. I don't like coffee, but orange juice. You look like a beast. You look like a true man. You do. You got some maybe some gruff on your face, then you know scruff, whatever it is. Then it looked good. I just it's so like. Glasses get in the way of things. You have yeah. no like. I have broken so many pairs of glasses playing sports. Yes, Gla- it's harder to like hug people like when you have glasses on because you'll like try to go like right and next to like, their face and you'll clip them with your glasses and, and then it's awkward because they're like out my face and I'm like I can't see and like it's just it's miserable. You can't like lay down like on your side with your glasses on like if you're watching TV on the couch or something. You can't lay down because. Your glasses will press up against your face. Yeah, so you're watching a movie late at night and you're laying down. The glasses get in the way of every single position besides sitting up straight, which is the last thing you want to do. Yeah. Like, glasses are a good fashion statement sometimes. Yeah. Always. But, but funk... No, not no. always. Sometimes. Always. No. no. False. Not always. Functionally, well, this is where we divide. Functionally, glasses are terrible if you want to do anything other than walk. Yes. <laughs> like, if you sweat in glasses, they start it's just drooping down your nose, and you have to keep pulling them up. It gets on, like, the lenses. It's, it's just a it's disaster. It's foggy. It's gross. It's honestly Like, it's even in these, in these trying times when we have to wear masks now, if you wear a mask with glasses, you breathe, it fogs up your glasses. Let That's me tell you, if, if glasses were a part of my everyday routine, right, they were a part of me, I would treat them with so much care. And yes. so much tenderness. So do, yeah, so we have to, so they don't break. <laughs> yeah. They're so some, fragile. Some yeah. issue where you get some fog on. No big deal. I take them off and I go. You know what, honey? I'm just gonna wipe you off and put you right back on. What? You, you just really treat them with care. We do treat our glasses with care. You have to. Dude. Like, they're glass. They yeah. can break. Look, it sounds like you guys are really ungrateful for this. We are, Jack. We're so ungr- for um, bad vision. Jack, when I wake Wait, up, I... I can't see my hands. I wish I could <laughs> like feel that, see that. You say no, no, uh-uh, no. We gotta get Just you. Just imagine and... not being able to see. That'd be insane. We, we need to take you to like an eye doctor where they can like show you like what we see. Yeah, <laughs> Luke. What? what and were you and say? then like like Mr. Debley, our teacher. Shout out Mark Debley. Um, he he does a little you know joke in class where he's like, all right, number one. Right, number two. 
you know, the slides or whatever. I don't yeah. get that because I haven't been to the eye doctor. I feel like it's you know how excluded I am. It's not worth. Yeah, that it's show. just like because it's just like oh, I I didn't really get a good look at it. Maybe like, I got to go back. Like it's, it's just like, like yeah. truly like, oh, my gene my gene pile has just been effed. We're not talking about genes, Jack. We're talking about glasses. Like seventy five percent of my family blind as heck, and then you got me. Yeah, dude, it sucks that your eyes are so perfect in a family. 20, 2020, just trash. <laughs> the amount that I want to punch you in the face right now <laughs> is so high. Look. Joey, you're up, at this, pl- you're up at this top position looking down, being like, you should be grateful. No, but I can't see you down there. <laughs> you're too far away. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't yeah, understand. You are the one on the pedestal, and we like are just like fumbling around like, please let us get up there someday. <laughs> yeah, we can't see the steps. <laughs> All to right. conclude. Before we end, um, you know, I by no means have bad vision. I... It's not perfect. I don't have twenty twenty. I'm so sorry. But you know, I can I can see signs pretty clearly. Like if I'm driving, I don't have any problems like reading the signs or reading my friend's t shirts who are at average distance away. But one of my eyes has worse vision than the other. And it's not it's not like bad, but it's just a thing that I have that I have to live with. Right. So I that's always made me wonder though, like, what would it be like to wear a monocle? It kind of yeah. sounds like you get all the fashion and none of like the like the obnoxious they can't qualities of glasses because like you don't have the things that go over your ears. It just kind of sits there on your eye. Yeah, and mm. it screams scholar like you are smarter if you wear a monocle. That's so. true. They say you get twenty three percent smarter when you wear a monocle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just just so you guys uh, know, Luke is wearing a three piece suit right now. So a monocle, like a brass monocle, would really complete his yeah. look. Yeah. All right, Jack, your your closing argument. All I'm gonna say is that's real nice, Jack. Joey, your closing <laughs> argument. All I gotta say is, Jack, you are so lucky to live this life with perfect eyes. I've had to live since I was eight years old, probably earlier before we found out I had bad eyes, but it's just been a struggle every day. You can't see in the morning. You can't do a lot of things normally. You can't go in the pool without worrying about your contacts flying out. There's just a lot that goes into it that you don't have to worry about. It's just, it's not, it's not worth the fashion, man. We will, we will let you finish. What were you going to say? I don't think I had anything. Okay. Debate segment. The Phantom Menace is without a doubt the best Star Wars Kiwis are not grabbing The Bachelor is quality television. Okay, so our next segment of the day is the old reliable debate segment. Ever since pizza was invented, Italy has been on the brink of civil war. Divided between two factions, those who like pineapple on their pizza, or prone apple, if you will, and those who do not, or known apple, if you will. And today, we will attempt to settle this debate once and for all. Samuel and I will be arguing for the pro-pineapple stance, while Luke and Joey will be taking the anti-pineapple stance. Jack will be the judge of this debate. I'm pretty neutral. Are, yeah, are, are we ready to go, both, both sides? Luke, are you, are you and the, uh, the Nopals ready? Oh, yes, we are. All right, Sam, are we ready to go? Let's go. All right, Sam, or actually, Jack, you are, you are the, uh, the judge here. So, Jack, why don't you 
Why don't you say who goes first, the Pro Bowl uh, or Nobles? Okay. Um, I want to hear... I want to hear the anti first. Okay. Splendid. All right. I, <laughs> so go. that's that's that would be Joey and, and Luke. So guys, uh, give your I, give your opening statements. Yeah, I'll go. Um, for centuries, people have been trying to break the barriers of food. You know, like eating frogs' legs, cantaloupe, stuff like that, and <laughs> just. For the listeners, uh, cantaloupe is absolutely on pro- on par with frog's legs. Yes. Cantaloupe is garbage. Um, but anyway, I, I disagree. I, I just, whatever. But anyway. Next week's debate. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. It's just, I don't know. I just don't think it goes well with it. It's like... Joey, will you please look at me while you're uh, giving your argument? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I don't think it goes well with pizza. It's... Uh, so, I don't know, it has a sweetness factor that I don't think needs to belong on pizza. And it's kind of like, has a juice to it. I don't know. Just, I, don't, I don't think it belongs on pizza. So your argument is juice and sweetness don't belong? Like, like fruit juice. Okay. Oxford Languages defines pizza as a dish of Italian origin consisting of a flat round base of dough baked with a topping of tomato sauce and cheese typically with added meat or vegetables. And you might be saying, yeah, typically you wouldn't put pineapple on pizza, but we like to do it, you know, just break tradition and do it. But the thing is, if you got a good thing going, why mess with it? Pizza's great. Pepperoni, sausage, you put that on it, it's awesome. Why deviate from that and get the, I don't even, the pineapple just, I don't have words to describe this. <laughs> Just a t- terrible blend. As Joey was saying, contrasting like ideologies, fruit and meat. It's just not a, not a good look. Not a good look. Not a good taste. Mm-hmm. So uh, now we'll, we'll head over to the uh, pro pineapple stance, which is uh, me. Luke, I'd like to ask you, you know, there's, there's a lot of, of innovations that wouldn't have happened if we had just stopped. Take the Oreo, for example. We have an Oreo, and if we had just stopped, it would have been a good Oreo. But then they said, no, you know what? Add something to that. Then we invented the double stuff Oreo, and because we mm. kept pushing, mm. because we took a good thing and made it even better, like that, we have double stuff Oreos, and that's incredible. So yeah, we've got pizza, and it's got like, oh, you got some meat, you got some veggies, but we keep pushing, we keep innovating. You know what? We put pineapple on that pizza. And honestly, I do like the sweetness of it. I think the sweetness is, is a good thing. It kind of contrasts with the savory flavor of, uh, of the dough and the, uh, the tomato sauce. And I think that's really good that those two things complement each other. I think that's a, a really strong uh, piece, of the, uh, piece of the pie, if you will. The, uh, the pizza pie, as they, uh, as they <laughs> say in uh, Italy. Thanks, Jack. I appreciate that. I think we need to keep this an emotionless debate, uh, especially since you're the judge. So yeah, that's your first judge. <laughs> that was that was definitely brownie points there for the pun. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, but yeah, I think uh, pizza like with pineapple is good. We could leave it as it is, and pizza could be good. But then we can add some pineapple, and Italy can go from good to great. That's right. Italy is a country. I know what I said. Italy gets better when you add pineapple on pizza. Okay. Sam, back me up. That's right. And when you add pineapple on pizza. You get a great source of vitamin C. 
And health is a good thing. And when you have pineapple and tomato sauce on the same thing, it's double healthy because you get your fruit and your veggies. And then you got your Canadian bacon, you get your your, uh, meat. your protein. Yeah, your protein. And then you got your carbs with the dough. And then you got the dairy with the cheese. It's all there in one meal. Everything. And if you're just having regular pizza, you can't have a full meal. Uh, you're left left wanting more. You're missing something. There's like a hole in your heart that it's just not being able to fill. Mm-hmm. You're gonna say something. I, I was. So I, I want to correct you because Joey's ready to pounce, and I just want to say you might think that we don't know that tomatoes are uh, fruits, but we know. Okay, you got to have a little bit of <laughs> you got to have a double fruit portion sometimes. Maybe you throw a little green pepper on there, and that's your vegetable for the time. I was ready to pounce on that. <laughs> well, I. I, I, I do you have more? Yeah, I do. <laughs> we, we can talk about this all day long, Joey. We're ready to go on this pineapple. Well, that just that just backs up the people, or it denies the people who say that their fruit doesn't belong on pizza. There's already fruit on pizza, so yeah, it's already you there. Can just, uh, what are you gonna do? Take off the tomato sauce? Yeah. <laughs> no way. Then it's just a grilled cheese sandwich. No flat. way, Jose. That's right. just nasty. Wait, Jackson, I'd love to go back to your point, how, you know, innovation, it's always a good thing. Pushing is always better. That's right. But I, I would like to go back to a time in history when someone took the brownie. Perfectly good. Brownies are awesome. Yes. They said, yes, brownies you know what? Are we need to keep pushing. We need to make this better. Let's stick ice cream on it. Did that go well? <laughs> Did it go well? Did it? Mary Shelley's Frankenstein taught us. <laughs> Pushing, innovating, it's not always the answer. Sometimes you have to be with con- content with what you have. Okay, objection. Uh, my, my, objection. My, my duties as a judge right now. If, woo, you're, you're pushing the limits. Really. Objection. You do not believe that brownies and ice cream are packed together. You're no, it's an objective. It is objective that brownies and ice cream do not belong oh together. Correct. Especially, okay. especially Correct. warm brownies. Stop. Correct. If, going back to the brownie point and innovation on brownies, they made the brookie a brownie cookie. That's and that's, those are pretty good. Here, I would actually like to go back to something Jackson said. We were talking about the Oreo, right? Okay, we can all agree that double stuff Oreo, that is like heaven on earth. We can agree on that. Yes. But guess what? Innovation. They keep pushing and pushing. And what do they come up with? Oreo thins. Oreo thins are Joey, awful. Uh, Joey, I might stop you there. You're going to dig yourself a hole here. You gotta know the judge. Why? Why are you stopping them? Let them dig themselves a hole, Jack. Your job is to be impartial. I am stopping my argument. <laughs> For Look, I think reasons. I think I might have a decision made. Ooh. There, okay. there are two, three claims here that really swayed my decision. And honestly, I feel like they're not even related to the pizza. Um, partially. <laughs> Let's see. I would just like to note that. Uh, First of all, Zendaya is my queen. And second of all, pineapple tastes great on pizza. I would just like to also, say that uh, Anna Hall is the best track runner. Boy, you, oh, <laughs> I would also say and Madison Beer is a very attractive woman. Did you I know might that have to reconsider. Lizzo actually does eat pineapple <laughs> on her yeah. pizza? Did you, you know that Selena Gomez go actually hates pineapple on pizza? <laughs> my, oh, favorite no. thing, my favorite thing about the Atlanta Falcons is that they've endorsed pineapple on pizza numerous times. You know bring that in, if you bring in Millie Bobby Brown, I'm screwed. <laughs> Did you know that Millie Bobby Brown is 
is radically against pineapple and pizza. Radically? Oh my. Radically. Is she, is she willing to go to war for pineapple on pizza? She has led protests. Oh my goodness. She's an activist. That's not what we want. We want peace. You, you guys no, it's peace. been peaceful protests. No, peace want- stands with the P, pineapple stands with P. They should go together. And we should have peace with the pineapple. Well, maybe you should on have. Pe- maybe you should get a peace of mind and know that pineapple oh. doesn't go on pizza. All right, okay. I, all right. Can I make a closing statement? Right. Really? Sure. We'll, we'll, each side can both make closing, closing statements. All right. I just want to paint a scenario in your head. You're going to pick up your piece of pizza, right? Yeah. You dig in. You bite. Oh yeah. The juice of the pineapple squirts. Where does it squirt into? Your glasses. It's ruined. You have to wipe them off. You know, it's all blurry. It's no fun for people wearing glasses. It's not fun at all. Luke, you could have you could have done an incredible thing there and said it could have Oh, I guess if it ruined my vision, that would uh that would benefit the uh oh, the do, other team there. Oh, it doesn't ruin your vision. It gets in your glasses. Yeah. It's, it sucks. It's, yeah, it means, slows it down. It means and then you have to take off your glasses for a second and then your fashion is down for a little mm. bit. Oh, you're right. So basically what they're saying is if you like pineapple on pizza, then you don't like glasses? Is that what you're trying to say? We're, all yeah. we're saying is <laughs> for people who like wearing glasses, pineapple on pizza is inconvenient. And we're leaving it at that. I disagree. And even with pineapple on pizza, if you're not wearing glasses – It'll just go directly into your eyeball, which is even worse. How are you guys eating your pizza that it's yeah. constantly spraying <laughs> but, but up Joey, into your Joey, eyes? Have you seen if it, it got into my I get eyes, food pretty much everywhere on my face. If it got in my eyes, there's a chance that it ruins my vision and I have bad vision. Oh, shut up. Yeah, so that's why you want pineapple on pizza. Oh gosh. I would, Jack, uh, I would just like to go on the record and say that Selena Gomez hates pineapple on pizza. Right. All right. I do value her opinion. <laughs> All right, so it's now it's now time for our 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 closing statement. And so, Jack, you, you know where we stand on this, man. <laughs> I do. You, you know what the deal is. You know that pineapple on pizza is a great combination of sweet and savory. You know that it leads to a, a more well balanced meal by giving you an extra portion of fruit and vitamin C. It leads to. Uh, you know, it's just, it's a great flavor, you know? I don't know how these these guys are eating their pizza, but it's not really a, an, an eye hazard. It's uh, it's pleasing to the eye. It's visually appealing. Um, it's it's an adventure. It's an adventure, you know? It's it's an innovation that excites. And I think, uh, was it was it uh, Jerry Nissan who said that? I believe, I believe so. Yeah. Innovation that excites. And, uh, you know, among other people who have uh, endorsed pineapple on pizza there's a uh, your very own mother jill casper <laughs> mm. i i was i just called Whoa. i just called jill and i said jill pineapple on pizza tell me your thoughts and she said oh my gosh jackson pineapple on pizza i love it i'm there gosh you know gosh sam anything to add you know uh the great rob riggle once said pineapple does belong on pizza and i'm not taking any if and or butts about it. Jeez. All right, Jack. All right, guys, here's the thing. Pro pineapple, your closing, might I say, phenomenal. I mean, bringing in Jill, bringing in Rob Riggle, bringing in Jerry Nissan. I mean, that's incredible. You're really pulling the strings. But there were two major flaws 
Number one, you talked about pineapples bringing innovation to the definition of pizza in Italy. Italy pizza is just a classic margarita pizza. That's Italy pizza, and you don't mess with that. You went wrong there. Number two, and your biggest flaw, pizza should never be healthy. And the fact that you brought in bits and pieces about protein and vitamin C and carbs and nutrients, <clears throat> it should never be healthy. When I eat a pizza, I'm looking to gain 20 pounds. I'm looking to pound that thing with some boys and get fat off of it. <laughs> now, the uh, <laughs> the anti-pineapple. Bring it, bring it back around. <laughs> the anti-pineapple. You guys brought in the idea. <laughs> <laughs> We're sorry. <laughs> you guys brought in the idea of Alan Mode and how much it's terrible. And I really appreciate that. That has nothing, nothing to do, to do with, with this. Just so you know, nothing. <laughs> also, the whole idea of the glasses part, that was, that was pretty good. That's... <laughs> That's it's, look, at the end of the day, let the judge speak. At the end of the day, I don't believe that Luke and Joey had the best argument, but I believe that Sam and Jackson really messed up on theirs. I feel and like that is why the best Joey and Luke have won this debate. Wait, you, so we had the better put, argument, and no. you were just like, you just said we had the better argument. We didn't have the <laughs> no, best I said, argument we I said you had more flaws. They didn't have we had. All he's saying argument. is that we they, both had bad arguments, but ours sucked a little less. Correct. That's such a great way to They had it. a pro pineapple on pizza argument with the glasses thing. Okay, I like I will pay you money if you can find a way to take a bite of pineapple pizza and have the pineapple juice end up on your face from the bite that you just took. You're up. Like baby. if you can get that in your eyes, like I'll I'll give you five bucks. Like done. They just shook on it. It's official. Alright, good luck, dude. Alright, now that now that we've Jack, by the way, you're never coming back on this podcast. <laughs> now now that For we, the record, Jack is welcome back in ten months. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, we, we do love Jack. Alright. Now it's it's time to head into our final segment of the day, which is a new one, and it is first date ideas. Hey, um, so I well the Do you wanna do you wanna Get get married? No, date. Like just first date ideas. Alrighty, first date ideas. All of us here could pretty much be considered relationship experts. Mm-hmm. Um, none of us are licensed. We should probably bring that up. But you know, other than that, we we pretty much know everything there is to know. Correct. So it's it's important for people to make a good, strong first impression. You know, when you're going out on a on a first date. And we're here to, to help by giving you some advice on, uh, on how to keep that significant other interested. So uh, who, uh, who would like to go first? Anybody, anybody ready to go? I could, uh, I could get my poor one out of the way. All right. Kick okay. her off, Jack. Oh, yeah. We're going to be doing uh, two of these each. So you're going to have, by the end of this, ten fantastic first date ideas that you can use anytime. And we would love to hear how – if you try these out, we would love to hear how they went in yeah. an email or – Instagram or whatever you want. Yes. Now, my first one, you're going to be texting your bae, and you're going to say, bae, bring, I almost said goggles, <laughs> bring your binoculars, because we're going bird watching. 
Now, you might ask, why bird watching, Jack? Bird watching is stupid. That's where you're wrong. Bird watching might be the most romantic date idea I've ever heard of. I mean, looking at those things just fly in the sky and be all majestic like they are, it's truly incredible. And maybe you could even go, oh, look at that bird over there, and you point, and you slip the arm over her shoulder. Ooh. Make it smooth. Yeah, Ooh. Joey, you'd like that one. I do. Um, that's, uh, that's about it for that one. That one's uh, probably the poor idea, but it's, uh, it's the poor man's nice date, you know? Bird watching, cheap, easy, just get some binoculars and... Go, uh, go have a ball. You know, I feel like if you want to make it even cheaper, the goggles would be a good idea. Yeah. Get some nice Speedos. Just the, like swimming goggles. Speedo yeah, goggles. Yeah, mm -hmm. that'd be good. You look really cool doing it too. All right. Should we just go? I think we go in a circle, yeah. So, Luke, are you prepared? I am. All right, cool. All right, uh, so you just met this girl, right? You want to make a great first impression. Right. All you have to do is get the tape... Watch Nick Foles 2013 slash 2017 highlights. <laughs> there are so many magical moments from his 27 to 2 touchdown to interception ratio under Chip Kelly's system out of nowhere to his triumphant return to Philadelphia to get the Super Bowl trophy from the Patriots dynasty. It's beautiful. There's not a better love story out there than Doug Peterson and Nick Foles. <laughs> just the way that the offense, the two offensive geniuses just married their their geniuses I don't, I don't know I'm at a loss for words I'm gonna be real <laughs> just thinking about Nick Foles yeah that's that's my first date idea maybe instead of whatever this random girl is you just date Nick Foles cause it sounds like you're crushing pretty hard yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, Nick Foles, I'm pretty sure, is married, so we do not condone uh, extramarital affairs. We do not. We uh, that's that's not a thing that we are we are okay with. No, ma'am, and sir. All right. So here here is my first first date idea. So you're going out. It's the first date. Yeah. You're interested, but you know it's a first date. You're not totally sold. This could go either way. So uh, what you need to make sure you do. Is uh you gotta you gotta take her take her somewhere uh that's a lot of fun you know you want to make sure that like hey even if this doesn't go well uh you can uh you can still have a good time so what I recommend is like a, a fun like dance club where like you know it's really cool it's a fun environment yeah lights are low music is loud you can just dance you can get your groove on and then if you find out she's a really bad dancer you can just leave like if you decide like this isn't the one for me. You just, you head out that back door and you say, you know what? Like, the lights are low, the music is loud. I'm just going to, like, quietly be like, hey, I had a really good time tonight. And then you can just walk away and she'll be like, what? And she won't be able to see you because the lights are low. Yeah. So, like, you had fun, but if it's just, if it's really not going to work, you can just say, you know, peace out. I'm, I'm gonzo, you know? But the reason you could see is because you had your glasses on. Exactly. It's like, it's the thing of, like... Hey, like you're talk, you're chatting it up, and you're like, "Hey, so tell me a little bit about yourself." And she's like, "I really don't like pineapple on pizza." And then you're like, "Hey," I'm, and then you stay because I'm, that's the right choice. You're, you're like, "Hey, I'm, I'm I'm gonna get out of here," and she's like, "What?" And you like you just kind of like dance off, and then you you leave, you know, and you're you know, gone. I feel like that's a really good idea if you're not like sure about someone. You know, you're just like, oh, maybe like it's she it's, she's no Nick Foles, but. Maybe a Gardner Minshew. I don't know. 
Toodles. Okay. Don't don't yeah, compare that was her ass, sorry. Mitch like that. <laughs> Beautiful. All right, he has a nice mustache. He does have <laughs> a wonderful stash. That Sam. means he's not gonna get punched. Uh, yeah. Yeah. His, his upper lip will not get His, yes, his upper lip is gonna be much like Luke. Good to go. Yes. All right, <laughs> Sam. What do you got? Um, this one is a very unique one. It's not um, well recognized in the dating community as a first date kind of thing, but it's it's good for the unique couples of the world and anybody who's willing to take the idea. And it is dumpster diving. It's a great idea. You find a great gem in the world. Just like you may have found a great gem in your life with the new girl you were going out with. Um, wow. That was a great tagline. Wow. <laughs> Innovation that excites. <laughs> Jerry Nissan making another appearance in today's episode. <laughs> yeah, that's, there's not much else you can say. Just looking for gems. And when it, you least expect it, expect it <laughs> <laughs> that's where you're, you're going to find them. Yeah. No, I I can't. I honestly can't think of a much more romantic idea than dumpster diving. No, I think uh, you know rain makes uh, all scenarios like ten percent hotter. Mm-hmm. Uh, like kissing, cool, but like in a movie, like kissing in the rain, ten percent mm-hmm. hotter. That's nice. I think dumpster diving is like eight percent hotter. Like it's almost rain level good. Yeah. Of like, like hugging, cool. <laughs> hugging in the middle of a dumpster. 8% cooler. 100%. No, Jack, 8%. 8%. Were, you, were you even listening at all? <laughs> all right, Joey, So, what do you got? Have you guys ever heard of, like, canvas and cocktails? Nope. Is that the, uh, oh, the painting yeah, place? Yeah, you paint yeah. and then, yeah. Obviously, I'm not condoning the cocktails part. Yeah. Maybe it could be, like, canvas and grape juice. But, you know, I think painting with your, like... I don't know, you're f- like on a first date, I think that's a pretty romantic thing to do. But you really have to focus on what you're painting. Mm. Like you're not just going to paint some like nature scene like Bob Ross. Like that's for a different time. You only paint Bob Ross with the boys. Mm-hmm. But when you're on your first date, <laughs> you want to date the best actor in the Milky Way, none other than Rob Riggle. You always want to date a... Or <laughs> you do want to date Rob Riggle, but... On a first date, you want to just paint portraits of Rob Riggle. Like, I think you could honestly do this for every first date you've ever been on. Or every day. Yeah, every day. You, there's you just something have... new in every single every single paint stroke that you can find. Yeah, Rob Riggle is so versatile. And then by the end of the, your life, you can have a whole hallway of Rob Riggle and look back on it. That'd be insane. Yeah. Yeah. I can go along with your children, What you're going to name Rob, Robbie, and Robert. Mm-hmm. Perfect. With your dog, Riggle. That's right. <laughs> Honestly, Riggle, I feel like is definitely. Riggle's a like, I, I could totally see myself naming my dog Riggle in the future. Yeah. Come here, Riggle. Riggle, come here, boy. As for you, it's yeah. a nice ring. All right, Jack. Round two. You ready to go? Yes, we are up to my grand idea. This one, if you're not gonna marry, like, if this first date doesn't work and you don't marry her, I like, that's on me. So, all right, we're putting this one high. Um. First date, you go to her grandparents' house. Right. You might ask, well, Jack, why are you doing that? Jack, why, why are you doing that? Let yeah. me tell you, Jackson. All right, tell me. When you go to the grandpa's house, right? Grandma and grandpa's, obviously. It's not like meeting the parents. It's meeting the elders. Mm. And why that's better, the pressure's off. 
Because now you're not like, oh God, I gotta, you know, go meet the parents. That's nerve wracking. No, it's just some old people. That's that's kind of not. <laughs> I probably shouldn't call very them respectable people. old people. <laughs> um, elders. That's even worse. People of wisdom. People of wisdom. <laughs> very wise. And you get their approval. Then it leaks down. They go tell the parents, look, this kid, he's a great kid. He's an awesome kid. And then from there, you're set. You don't even have to meet the parents at that point. Meet the grandparents, get in, plant the seed, and you're good. Wow. That's really good. Thank you. I like it. All right, Luke, round two, what do you got? All right. Everyone knows that nothing brings two people closer together than conspiracy theories. It's true. You know, people bond over the fake moon landing or, you know, the existence of Bigfoot. All right. But I kind of want to hone in on one. So you and your SO grab some cameras, go out into the woods, and go catch a chupacabra. (laughs) I'm going to be completely honest. I don't know what they look like. So if you get a picture of one, send them my way. Uh, I just think, you know... Just being out there with two two hearts with the same passion of finding that chupacabra. Mm. I think that's really going to bring you closer and just kind of like cement that relationship. Two hearts, one goal. So. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I, like that. Oh, I, geez, thought a, I thought a chupacabra lived in a more desert climate. Yeah, I honestly it's don't the know. Desert <laughs> I should have done more research going <laughs> into could this. tell you. <laughs> the desert forest. There's a lot of tree that looks like cactuses. Uh, they're they're enigmas. They're everywhere. Pine trees, cactus, pretty much the same. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's basically the exact both huggable. Okay. Yeah, both, Very. both wonderful to hug. Yeah. All right. So, question: Do you guys know what USA Today ranked the best experience with friends to do in the year 2018? Paint pictures of Rob Reagan. Wrong. Mm. Um. Doing pull-ups with the boys. Wrong, but that is good. It's actually escape rooms. Don't look that up because I made it up just now. But escape rooms are great. So here's here's what you gotta do. Escape rooms are fun because it's it's kind of like what Luke said. It's it's people working together to solve a problem. Mm -hmm. So what you do is uh, you 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 think about the concept of an escape room. It's it's you trying to get out with something with a group of people. But this is a first date. You want it private, you want it intimate, you know? So uh, this one is like if you're if you're pretty sure that you know you like this girl, like if my first idea is like, hey, you're kind of on the fence. This is the one of like, all right, I really like this girl. Like I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it on the first date. Yeah. What you do is instead of going into an escape room, you lock yourself into a stolen safe with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So what you do is you just you just say, hey, uh, babe, can I call you babe? I know it's the first date and this is all moving a little fast. Ooh. Babe, can you get into the safe with me? So once Babe is in the safe and you lock the door, <laughs> you and Babe start trying to get out of the safe, right? right. And that'll bring you really close together. You and Babe have a limited amount of life. <laughs> That's <laughs> Miss Babe to you. Yeah, Miss, <laughs> Miss Babe. You and Miss Babe have a limited amount of oxygen that you can use up before, frankly, both of you are dead. Yeah. So you and Miss Babe have to form a bond. Mm. You got to work together and you and Miss Babe got to fight through some problems. And that's a great thing at the beginning of of a relationship, yeah. you know, if you can, like people bond over, over shared, shared experiences like that. And so if you can bond with Miss Babe over, Hey babe, you and me, we got out of that. We got out of that vault that we stole and then locked and, and we got into 
And she'd be like, you know, babe, we sure did. And then she'd give you a little smooch on the cheek. Yeah. I think that's a great way for two people to bond, you know? I think so. You say, maybe we get a little dinner beforehand. You, you take a nice little walk and then you say, babe, I got a surprise for you. And so you take babe, you get in that safe. You hopefully work your way out of that safe because otherwise you got, you got some big problems, yeah. uh, namely suffocation. But if you get through it and you live, you and babe together forever. Yeah. And I mean, I think as long as you bring like two snorkels in there, you should be fine. No, the snorkels, the snorkels <laughs> are, they'll help you breathe. Yeah. So, I mean, you took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> uh, if things are getting kind of like tense in there and you really need to make a point, would you maybe yell babe repeatedly over and over again? I think so. Like it's, it's, it gets dark in that vault. So it's, it's pretty, it's a pretty small safe, but you still want her to know where you are. So yeah. sometimes if you just need her attention and you're calm down, she's like, babe, I didn't agree to this. Like, why are you locking me in this safe? What's going on right now? Mm-hmm. You just, you kind of repeatedly, babe, 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 wait, babe, wait, babe, calm down. You know, yeah, I like that. Just calm. I'm deep, calm. deep breaths. Just you, cool. I'm a cool cucumber. <sighs> Totally cool, you know? And I think I think that's that is I feel like a foolproof first date strategy. Uh, so. either A, you make it and you get married, or B, you die. Together. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's totally fine. Yeah, I think any like even like an idiot from like Jacksonville, Florida could get out of that situation just fine. Absolutely. High risk, high reward though. Yeah. Alright, Sam, idea number two. Hit me with it. Picture this. We bring in Miles Finch. Oh I'm my in. gosh! I'm in. All right. Woo! That's not all. Okay. Just wait. There's more. <laughs> Tell me. Uh, the OED defines inception as the first, foremost, and beginning of something. And we're talking about a first date, right? Which is the beginning of a long-lasting relationship. You hope. So, that's right. We hope. But With this idea, it'll work. That's right. So, um, let's just say that you are uh, a pro apple, and she is a no apple. Uh, oh, and so, completely. get out of yeah. that. <laughs> All right. Maybe, maybe you don't want to get out, Sam. Tell me. Yeah, tell Babe, us. Babe, wait. <laughs> Babe, wait. <laughs> so, this is a. I've actually done this many a times. I've never done this. Um, but <laughs> you go make tops. Uh, at a rival gang community meeting, the prone apples and known apples, yeah. you come together because they want to bond. They don't want any more fighting. Uh, you're at this welding class. You're making tops together. And then once you know the weight and center of gravity of said top, uh, you get into a 2003 Ford E350 Super Duty XL, and you find treasure in plot number nine. Don't know where plot number nine is, but we'll find it somewhere. Uh, and maybe what? in plot number nine, you'll find the treasure of a lifetime. Maybe even like $400 million worth of gold, maybe. Because that would be pretty cool. Uh, you just have the best day of your life. Uh, and somewhere along the line, you end up in a boat. You fall over the side. Boom. You wake up in the same Ford Super Duty XL. What's, quidin- qu- what's uh, coincidentally, thank you, uh, ended up falling in, off a bridge into the water. And then you wake up in your old house. And then you were like, well, that was a great day. Let's spin these tops that we just, we just made together. You spin the top, and uh, it never keep, keeps spinning. But the day was straight out of a dream, like the outer banks of the mind. And it was a great day. And you live happily ever after. Yes. 
high high degree of difficulty on that one. And uh, but but honest, honestly, I think I'm gonna have to re-listen to this podcast after it's released a couple times just to kind of see if I can track through where you're going with it. But that's this, okay. there's have, a lot to think about. But in a relationship, there's a lot to think about. Yes, I, I, I have total oh. faith in your plan. This was yeah. straight out of my dream with Sarah Cameron last night. <laughs> Who's that? Oh, uh, <laughs> no one. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like Eclipse Rare, but we'll get there eventually. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, Joey, hit me with the final idea. Yeah, I mean, honestly, in my opinion, I think if you're going to listen to any idea, you just want a romantic day, I think this one will work. A slaughterhouse day trip. <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing more romantic than just seeing where your food comes from, where meat comes from. And, you know, maybe even, like, you pay, you give the guy a little extra money, and you might even get to slaughter the cows together. Like, how romantic is that? Just, they bring the cow in, you're like, babe, miss babe. Dude, is, is babe cheating on me with you right now? Is that what's happening? No. <laughs> but, <laughs> you're, anyway, you're like, miss babe, would you like to hold the knife together? And you both hold the knife. Foreshadow, wedding day. Cutting the cake together. Yes. I see where you're going. Oh my gosh, Sam. Holy cow. Yeah. So when you're at your wedding day and you're cutting the cake, you're like, babe, remember that first day on our our slaughterhouse day trip? Man, what a great time. It's like the slaughterhouse without the blood. Yeah. (laughs) It's a pretty sharp knife. (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. I think slaughterhouse day trip would be really fun, really romantic, and I think it should be a really good time. That's incredible, Joey. Thanks. These are great ideas. Yeah. I can count on both of my hands, all of them, <laughs> how many great ideas we just had. You guys, I have one finger for each fantastic idea that we just gave you. No, no, no. Hear me out. I got one toe for what? each idea we have just come up with. I can't say the same. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You, you heard it here first, guys. Guys, I just totally butchered that. Whatever. You heard it here first, guys. Ten fantastic, phenomenal first date ideas. I'm so proud of us, guys. Yeah. We did a we did a really great job on that. I see many bright futures of first dates. Yes. A- absolutely. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully. Huh? Sorry. No, you go. Oh. <laughs> you go. Thanks. Hopefully for our listeners. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. You go. You go. You go. You go. Jackson, take it away. Hopefully. Joey, why don't you go first? Yeah, yeah, for sure, I'll go. <laughs> Hopefully, our listeners can take away things from this, and they can use them on their first dates too. And we'll know the impact that we had on the world. Right. That's yeah. a, that's absolutely right. All right, guys, do we have do we have, do we have anything else to add for the end of the show? Thank you, Jack, for coming back. Yeah, this thanks, thanks really for fun. making a, uh, a return. It's been are, incredible. Yeah. We are happy to uh, to have you here, man. And remember, you are welcome back anytime. Yeah, we'll see what the uh, the travel schedule looks like, and then uh, I'll let you guys know for sure. All right, thanks, man. Yeah. All right. So with that, that concludes our first ever podcast we have recorded all in the same room. That is it for today's show, everybody. Just a couple of final reminders. Uh, remember to subscribe on whatever medium you listen to: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, any other podcast app. We don't have any visual content from this week. Sorry about that. But you can check our YouTube channel to see any visual content you may have missed from previous episodes. And remember to subscribe when you're on our YouTube page. 
Also, uh, we have an Instagram account. Please follow us at Cargo Shorts Boys. Um, our very own Luke Arnold, we mentioned this last week, has a SoundCloud account, guys. It's got all of all of the jingles, all of uh, his original awesome songs, a, a couple of great covers. Uh, you don't want to miss it. We're going to link Luke's SoundCloud in the show notes. Um, if you want to reach out to us, uh, maybe you want to weigh in on our uh, pineapple or not decision. Maybe you want to uh, tell us about the results of you using one of our techniques on a first date. Uh, please let us know. Uh, if you're one of our closer listeners, you might have our phone numbers. Uh, if not, you can uh, you can email us at thecargoshortsboys at gmail.com. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Until next time, we are the Cargo Shorts Boys. Stay classy, Internet. Cargo Shorts Boys Podcast. Fine. It's the Cargo Shorts Boys Podcast.